Welcome to Coached Soul, a podcast for a better you. Your host, Steve Hudgens, is a licensed professional counselor. On a non-emergency basis, you may contact them at area code 918-280-8690 or coachsoul.com to provide them with new topics, feedback, or to request an appearance on the show. And now, here's your host, Steve Hudgens. Hey, welcome back to Coach Soul again. What a great topic about children and being able to talk about how do we communicate uh, with those. And and Kenya, thank you for your examples last week. That really enhances the conversation. You know, uh, we, we left it off about helping choices and and hurting choices and the impact of that child. And we grow up with these wounds, Mm. whether it's mother, father wounds, it's guardian wounds, it's people wounds, it's learning how do we get out of there. And I think that's a great segue to a point about how do we create boundaries within our communication? Beautiful. What What do you think about boundaries in communication? What does that mean, Kenya? Can you... Help our listeners to understand when I say boundaries and communication, it's more than just saying the word no. A hundred percent. Is the frequency that you're holding yourself. Because if someone sees that you say no, but if they keep dinging, eventually you say yes, that's not a no. Mm. It's holding yourself into this I matter And this is my new me. And every second of every day, I am so conscious that this is my line in the sand. I am doing me and you are doing you. Your tone will change. It's not just no. No. Or it's not even no. Maybe it's a, it's, it's, I don't, I'm not doing this. I'm doing that. I'm being this way. I'm not being that way. And then you be. And then you retrain the people around you that you mean business. When I think about boundaries, I think about guardrails on the road that Mm -hmm. keep us from deterring and hitting head-on collision traffic. When I think about boundaries, it's a set of guidelines for ourselves to be mindful about how our words impact one another. And it's learning not only with each other, but the communication that we have with ourselves, which is an upcoming podcast about our internal dialogue. And what does that look like? How do we fight it? So when I think about examples of communication boundaries, it's respecting your personal space. Be careful about offensive language or sensitive topics. But in our communication with boundaries, uh, it's funny because in in couples counseling, I I talk to them about being able to have very clear and concise communication. Because a lot of times, how much do women or men assume you know what I'm talking about? They don't know. Right. Right. They don't know. Here's the thing, Steve. Is boundaries the gates that you see? Mm. No, it's Mm -mm. energetic. So when I hear 
my clients and friends saying, I've been telling him, I've been telling the kids, da, 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 but you're not being like they can sense in your voice that you want respect, but you're not respecting yourself. Right. That's what I'm saying is the way you be first. Energetic boundaries means this is this is my new me. It's not just a bunch of words. I told him a thousand times. I told them this and they still da da da. da. Well, who is telling them that? It's the energy behind your words. They know you don't mean it unless you do mean it and then they will also know but well, that's your- funny that you that, that's funny you mentioned that kenya because uh I, i've gotten permission from this couple okay and we were in discussion and one of the things that uh he he was coming in from the restroom he had not reached the room i said how's your week been really rough and i said mm-hmm. i i'm i'm sorry to hear it's been rough what's made it rough He's saying some hateful, angry words to me, but mm. I'm starting to believe it. Wow. And I'm ready to go out the door. So talk about what you're saying when it comes to that energy, the power bef- behind the words. Mm-hmm. You kind of dive a little bit more into what you're expressing here in that realm. I'm not going to give you a percentage, but there's a big okay. percentage that when you are saying something hurtful words, you are in immense amount of pain. Mm. And that pain can be conscious or unconscious. Like I'm good. She's the problem. I'm good. He's the problem. But the truth is, if you're still there, you want the relationship to heal. Mm -hmm. If you're still there, if you have not walked away, there's something in it that you're believing that could be different. And I wonder if the something is you showing up differently. I heard that a million times through all my training with Tony Robbins, different energy mentors that I had throughout my life. You get what you tolerate. Mm. You don't get what you deserve. You are who you deserve first. So if I'm sitting here and I'm allowing the verbal abuse to be, then it will continue to be your bag of, you know, I was about to say bag of trash. That's, you know, like you're just receiving the the, the trash right. from somebody else. That is an incredible thing. And I dare to say generational because he did not learn to be abusive as a baby. He learned from learn, learned by watching, by seeing, by experimenting. So for this beautiful woman, what I would tell her is, huh, since when did you learn that it's okay to be there and and be a victim and just take it? Who taught you to not have a voice? And teach and teach. You are beautiful, wonderfully made. You do have a voice. Show it. And then I wonder if and when she's like, no more. I will not be talked to like this. I wonder if he will walk away or change. Oh, she's not taking this anymore. What am I going to do? All on a subconscious level. The, the problem with that, though, that I come to seeing in the dynamics, because 
when I did speak to her, I brought out in the session, how much do you love yourself? And she Bingo. has a difficulty in loving herself. There's no, said, there's when, no love. There's no worthiness going right. on. There's, there's zero. So, so think for, for this beautiful woman, what I would tell her is it's not about the words. Right. This is all somatic work. The work that needs to be done is the work in your body for you to feel deserved of love. This woman has been so used to not feel love that she, if I, if I, if she's in front of me instead of you, I would say, do you believe you're worthy? And she might say yes, because that's the right answer. Mm -hmm. Okay. I've, but do you believe it? But then I would say, do you feel worthy? Mm. And she would say, absolutely not. It's like, so is this a new concept for you? And then she'll probably cry and tell me about her childhood. You know, Ten the way that I can 10. think of the, about this metaphorically is a light bulb. How bright you are makes the room enjoyable. Too bright, it's too intense. Too dim, hmm. is it's it's you, you're inviting trouble. But if you create the light light about who you are in the presence of others, that's the energy that we're bringing out to the other people. If you don't have a positive self-confidence of self, love, worthiness, it comes out in projection of your frequency of your 100%. words. 100%. And you're teaching the other person how to communicate back to you again. Yeah. And you're you're putting out what you're getting back. And so we have to check out, double check, do we love ourselves? Uh, another another female client. How, at, is, uh, how is the world reflecting? Mm, how is the yes. world around me reflecting if I am in self-love or not? Right. And and Steve, I really want my girls to hear. Is that okay if I call them my girls? Hello, girls. Yes. <laughs> girls. <laughs> okay. I wanted to hear this. If the answer is the world is not reflecting, my world is not reflecting. Then it's not for you to be in cocoon, sad and depressed. It's for you. What is the one nugget? Because that's how we need an elephant. But one bite at a time. What is the one most obvious step that is in front of you that would reflect more life within you? And it could be grounding. I'm going to take 30 seconds and I'm going to go outside and I'm going to lift my arms in the sun and I don't care if my neighbors think I'm crazy. And tears my roll off of your face like it did to me when I started this work. Like, wow, I am here. Like back into your body, claiming you. You get to reparent you. You get to love that inner child. You are not your traumas. The traumas were part of you. And with this new frequency that it changed just like that, you make a different choice mm. by your being. You the be thing first, about then you speak. When, when I think about what you're saying, it's important in how we create the dialogue within ourselves before it gets projected. But in that internal dialogue, which is another podcast that's coming up about the internal dialogue, yeah. 
it's how do we view ourselves? You know, some women say, well, I'm afraid to be alone, so I'm going to stay in this relationship. Well, what's better, alone or staying in an unhealthy relationship? I don't and, think that this is actually they're saying what what they're what they're saying in my opinion from from, sure. from a reflection standpoint it's not that they're afraid of being alone as they are they have never been with themselves there you go they Fully have agree. never been with themselves because when you are this is what i'm saying that 30 seconds ground that 30 second ground of grounding outside is the first nugget of being with yourself mm-hmm. being in your body listening to your breath and even before and i know we have a podcast coming up about that but even before the inner talk is the observing what am i even saying and are those voices me or is those voices voices of the past you know and and that's so true about the communication with others and within ourselves. and i had a conversation the other day because it's like okay how much abuse do i take no, you know, I don't believe in divorce. <laughs> I don't believe in it. And I'm like, wait a minute here. Wait, 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 wait. God does not want us to be in an abusive situation. No. Well, he no. allows it. Okay, wait a minute. God is not Zeus. He He's does not, not making us. these decisions for you, dear one. He's there not. you go. He, it's you. And- it's all you. So I love me some God. You know, if you know me, you know that I call God, God. And he's not twisting your neck to do things Correct. you're not victim of god or the devil it's personal power and your decision before the decision your awareness of having the decision because so i want to give grace i want to give grace to the willpower here it's not all willpower maybe you you don't have the willpower because literally your energy is low and there mm. is not energy enough available this is truly your best in this moment so if i'm speaking to you and that is your best at the moment then receive grace receive love you know and that's the thing it boundaries of communication has to have a delicate balance within itself and i had a deep theological conversation the other day about what's it mean to turn the other cheek does that mean it allows the other person to slap you no my faith in that context means that i hold no resentment that's right to turn the other cheek doesn't mean that they allow you to slap them it means but Steve, not to you, hold resentment you know what the person will say but you don't know what he did to me you don't oh, know yeah. what she did to me and then there's a big old story behind that which i know it's true and yet mm-hmm. What does the resentment do to you and to your heart? That's the boundaries of communication. Is being able to recognize that if I'm being hurt, don't stay in the hurt. But check out for a moment and realize where is the hurt coming from? Is the other person communicating the words that's causing you hurt? Or is something resonating within you that's causing the hurt or is it a mixture of both so boundaries should be able to allow us to step back without being reactive to self or others in our communication perfect and yes you know when how reactive do we get 
and you look at customer service and and uh, as a director and being a manager of a retail stores and things of that nature and I had 120 people reporting to me it's important that i set the tone and the example of communication yeah and as a director of an inpatient hospital, they would call me down and, and this kid was going off and yet there was four people, five people in the hallway against this one kid. And I said, hey, back off. And I did the unthinkable. I sat on the ground. There's a boundary of communication. I submitted myself, not on an authoritative basis, but to be able to start managing his emotions because he was so dysregulated. And when I sat down, I lowered my voice, my speech, uh, speech rate, and I said, hey, man, that must be really difficult what you're going through. And I don't know what's going on. And I want to help you. Do you mind sitting down and just talk to me? I'll even give you a moment if you don't want to talk to me right now. And we'll just sit here in silence, but just come down and sit with me because I like some company. And he did that. Wow. Boundaries in communication knows where is my speech rate? What is uh, my tone? What is Steve, my body it, language? It sure sounded that it wasn't just boundaries in communication. Because when I hear, right, I'm very feminine and flowy. Sure. So, when I hear boundaries community, it sounds very square, like yes. right and wrong. I heard a ton of love. Yes. There you I go. I just, that's when it works. It's not square. It's the intention of love, love for yourself first and then love for others because this doesn't work. This is why boundaries. Boundaries is when you show up and say, this doesn't work. This works. This doesn't work. And you be in the energetic state with a ton of love. It will always work with a ton of love. Correct. Boundaries is recognizing where I need to hold back. Because we can be in an argument. And is it worth me matching your elevation? Is it worth me elevating to your standard? It's not. But when well, I that would not be kind to you. That wouldn't be exactly. kind to you and your nervous system. Right. That's what I'm saying. I started this conversation saying it's all about how you be, how you feel first. Mm. Because elevating and go ape, beep, it's <laughs> how is that kind to you? And is that going to get you closer to your outcome? Now, you between know, you I, and me, all this happened yeah. in a split of time. So it's not like yes. you're thinking of all those parts. So let me give you one thing to think. Love first, grounded first, and then you offer. This is my truth. This is it. The end. But, There's nothing Kenya, to discuss. Here's, a, here's the, the, the problem that I see coming in, and I see it all the time because when I start therapy, I do things a little different in my therapy. Typically, I'll ask a person, who are you without labels? I know you're a dad. I know you're a mom. I know you're a steel worker. I know you're a doctor. I know you're a major league baseball player. I, I know these things about you, but who are you? The if labels. We strip these right. If we strip mm -hmm. these away. 
Then I help them at simultaneously work on identifying who they are so that we can go back into their trauma to recognize that's not who they are. There's something greater and better about their trauma. And that's a communication level of understanding who we are. But as a faith-paced person, I am because he is. I am in his name. And our culture doesn't understand the weight of a name. We really don't understand that communication of a name. What does Steve mean? It means crown of life. What does Kenya mean? And it's all these, what does the weight of our words carry in our communication? Do you will be uplift? surprised, Steve, how there's a huge awakening of that, yes. which comes with my work, the vibration and the energy of everything, the energy of the breath, the, the frequency of all the words. I call it the spells. And that's not witchy, right? English word is when I was teaching my four or five-year-old, to spell it's spelling for a reason it, it just dealt on me because it 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 hit me because it's not the word in portuguese it's not that it's so letra in english is spelling it's like wow you're literally spelling the weight there's an energetic carrier of everything you say by the word itself you 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 add that the tone you add the word with the tone is everything. I see a, an awakening and it starts with us. Starts with you know, Ken, start with Steve, start with all the listeners right here. Just being aware, huh? Right. Look it up and see how it makes you feel. Different words that's, makes you feel different things. That's one of the things I really enjoyed about the movie Avatar. Mm -hmm. I see you. It's not just, I see you, it's, I see who you are and all that you are. And that's what I mean with communication and recognizing these boundaries. It's not me crushing your spirit or you crushing my spirit, or we allow each other to crush our spirit. It's being able to recognize, and that's one of the things that I hold space for, for a lot of my clients is I hear this all the time. You're not judgmental. No. Why should I be? There's nothing for me to judge because I've been judged, but by through the grace of God, I don't have that judgment anymore. So why should I pass that on to you? Just because we think differently, we experience things differently doesn't mean that we're different. Mm -mm. It means that I hold space for you and your hurting mm. world. And I want to show up and I want to be there to walk with you. 100%. And that's well, what podcast is all about with Coach Soul, about being a better yeah. you, that you and I share this information and in helping people to understand who they are. I remember when it clicked be. for me, this judgment, because my first inclination is, no, I'm not. Mm. I'm total love. I love you. I love me. I love us. And what I notice is how much judgment I had 
in me for me. You're doing this right. You're not doing this right. You're falling short. You're this. And I had the frequency of judgment, but I didn't know I had. So I want to offer that to the listeners. By will, you want to say, I know you say, because if you listen to this, you're here to better yourself. You love you love people. You love yourself, right? You, you want to have a healthy relationship with everyone. So start by having it with yourself. So Kenya, we got about three minutes left in our podcast. And what you just shared is so powerful that oftentimes that I want to bring this out a little bit more for our listeners. Mm. It's so easy. And that's, that's the reason why we were, you know, this podcast is about boundaries in our communication. Again, it's not that square aspect. Mm-mm. It's it's served in love. It's bathed That's in right. love. There we go. And where I hear what you're saying, can you in the next three minutes kind of help women to understand, men to understand, our listeners to understand? How did you make this change? You say you loved yourself, but mm-hmm. you had the frequency of judgment. What helped you to get out of that mindset to make those changes? Without a shadow of a doubt, my children. Mm. I love them so much, like so much. And I knew that they were getting from me who they were being, they were getting from me, the primary caregiver. I cannot, just like on the last podcast, tell them to clean their room if my room is not clean. I wanted to give them a chance to be a purer human. That's the entire work that I do in Transcend. Like coming back to your God-given design frequency. How can I how can I want that for you if I if I'm not being with myself? I'm still in judgment. I keep letting myself down. I keep breaking my word. I say I'm gonna get there at six and I get there at seven. And then I beat myself down. And then I I I I I call Steve, I call my husband, and I say something. And I hang up, oh, I can't believe I said that. And I started chatting about bringing myself down. And just by noticing, truly noticing an awareness and breathing that forgiveness, the full accept by saying it out loud by will, knowing that I'm covered by the Holy Spirit, I love and accept myself just the way I am. I love and accept myself. I had this mantra going on until I actually loved and accepted myself just the way I am. And when I notice that I'm not in that moment, I'm like that too, right there. I love and accept, but but I just did right there, that thing. That was my best at that moment. I love and accept myself just the way I am. And literally my children, and, and I didn't notice that I would say that out loud, Steve. So my kids would do something and they're like, oh man, wow, I, I love and accept myself just the way I am. <laughs> we have I did to some, love. When you are, it was my authenticity and my raw love for them. Like I really want to offer this to them, but I know I can't. They cannot have it if in my home, my frequency is me putting me down. And I watch my oh, clients so blossom. True. I watch my 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 mastermind just, I mean, they call me yesterday like, 
oh my gosh, the shift that happened in me during the weekend, it's stealing me. Is that going to last? And I offer her the truth that once you stretch, this is for you, listener. I know you are not in the retreat with me, but this is for you right now. Just in listening to this, if you stretched and something landed, it's a new truth. It's a new code in your brain. It's a new code in your DNA. Now you get to embody the truth that you are worthy and that you are love and you are a masterpiece and and you are enough by your being and you can ah, relax your hands by doing so much and your voice and just be. Try that on and let me know. Great ending, Kenya. And and to just put this in a, a bow or a cherry on top of the ice cream or a cake or however, whatever you want to call it, it's being aware. We live in a culture that's so fast paced. We want coffee. We've already got our favorite coffee place to go to. We want something to eat fast. We got our air fryer or microwave. We want something so quick that we get in our car and go wherever we want to go. But when electricity goes off, awareness really becomes heightened. So where I'm going with this, part of the boundaries of communication is realizing that we're living in a very fast-paced, reactive world that if we just take time to show ourselves some love, our communication relationships with other people will flourish because you're the light of their life, so to speak. So be that light bulb, go out and shine the light, be a better you, and be blessed. Thanks for joining us today. We hope to have you back next week. Until then, be safe and be kind.